you're seeing friends or people you know with great success and you say, ah, oh, I wanna be there. I wanna have success. I wanna do what they're doing. And it's not a jealous thing. You're just saying, I'm trying really hard. How do I get there? How do I get success in 2023? Well, lots of people are setting resolutions. People are setting goals. I wanna help you to experience financial freedom. And if you have found any value in today's video or anything else, make sure to hit that like button and please subscribe so you don't miss any of our tips so that you can be financially free. Investing Secrets with Kevin Attride. We're gonna talk about goals and how do you get there. It doesn't have to be complicated. And whether you adhere to Jim Collins, big, hairy, audacious goals, you're setting huge ones for yourself, or whether you're the very uh, detailed person and you're going to set smart goals, specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, time-bound, if you're that type of person, great. I wanna make sure that you're being more successful in 2023 than you've been in 2022. And this is a very important topic, but it's not complicated at all. I want you to think about what do you want in life? Visualize what your goal is, and then take just a few minutes, write down on a piece of paper or type into your smartphone or your computer, what are just a few steps that you can do to get there? Outline a simple process and some metrics or something that you can do to track how you're actually going to make progress toward your goal. And how can you build in rewards? Rewards so that when you reach little milestones or big milestones, you get a reward to keep you on track and positive about your progress. I also want you to think about how you can take action every single day. Spend five or 10 minutes saying, these are my prioritized goals for 2023. Here's how I'm going to get there. Use things like sticky notes or choose an accountability partner who's a friend who wants to help you to be successful or have a mentor or a coach. Use people to help you or it's a reminder on your smartphone. And if that sounds overly complicated, then let's just boil it down to a few simple things you need to think about. Something as simple as make a logical decision as opposed to an emotional decision. And <laughs> you may have no idea, but if you say, wow, I really want that, take a, take a moment, step back and say, am I, buying this based on logic, or is it just my emotion? I just want it. That's something really simple. Another is write down a few simple pros and cons. And I'm not talking about what shirt you're putting on today, but it may be something like, oh, I was, I was going to go on that vacation. Pros and cons. What if it's something as simple as don't buy anything on impulse, whether you're in the grocery store and, oh, that looks good, I'm gonna put that in my cart, or whether it's something that has way more to do with your finances of, oh, that TV was on sale, so I'm gonna go buy it. It goes back to the how you prioritize your spending. Give, invest, pay, spend. In that order, give, invest, pay, spend. Maybe it's just saying, 
I'm gonna stop making foolish buying decisions. It doesn't have to be really complex or a complicated spreadsheet for you to make better decisions. But I do want you, anytime you're going to spend money or invest your funds, I want you to pause and say, is this a wise decision? Should I do this? Or if I were sitting right next to Kevin, would he say, why in the world would you do that? Think about that. Maybe just an example might be helpful for those of you who say, I'm way past making foolish decisions. Please help me. What might a really good plan look like for 2023? So I wanted to walk through a, just a simple example and we'll use the SMART goal. And whether you love SMART goals or whether you think they're terrible, this is just an example. First is specific. We're going to build an emergency fund of six months of core expenses, and they're going to tally $100,000. And I mentioned the second part, and a specific goal of having a minimum of 3% interest after taxes on that $100,000. Next is measurable. Currently, this individual has $50,000 of an emergency fund, which is respectable. But in the current scenario, it's only three months and three months can go by really fast of core expenses. So measurable, we're going to take that $50,000 and this individual has 1% uh, interest bearing on that $50,000 pre-tax, we're going to measure how that person can add an additional $50,000 and then also improve the investing or financial instrument to maximize interest. That's the measurable. Achievable, well, with this person's intentionality and saying, I'm going to do there and this person has has partnered with an accountability partner, a friend who's very much into finances and very much wants to help this individual to be successful, it is achievable with intentionality and a daily or weekly focus. Next is realistic. And yes, with this person's discretionary income at $10,000 a month, it's very reasonable or realistic. And then time bound, this person uh, is setting the goal of doing it within six months. Okay, so that's an example of how this individual is setting SMART goals for having emergency funds and maximizing after-tax interest. Okay, well, how in the world would this individual get there? So just as a preview, first, this person is going to prioritize give, invest, pay, spend. That $10,000 of discretionary income is going to be used more wisely to ensure that uh, that emergency fund grows appropriately, especially when using give, invest, pay, spend. Also, this individual with, with his accountability partner is going to carefully track weekly and monthly spending to make sure that the goals are being met. And then that, that second element of how do you get to above 3% after-tax interest? Wow, that's a tough one. This person whose accountability uh, partner 
also is very much into private banking, the accountability partner is going to help this individual, which the private banking is going to help this individual earn after tax approximately 5%. The wealthiest Americans utilize private banking. I recommend the experts at Living Wealth when you're ready to implement this strategy. So in six months, let's check back in and see how this individual is doing. Is he reaching his goal? And is he tracking on a monthly basis to get there using specific, measurable, achievable, realistic, and time-bound frameworks to achieve his success? So what about you? How are you setting your 2023 goals? And how are you getting there? Put it down in the comments. I'd love to interact with you and find out more what you're doing to be successful. And especially in the amount of time you've set, how you're conquering your goals to experience financial freedom. And if you want any help in getting there, I have a resource that can help. And there are more investing secrets that are quite powerful for you to build and maximize your wealth. As a matter of fact, I've created a free guide to help you to be more effective in your investing journey. It's called the Top Investing Hacks the Exclusive Rich Are Not Telling Us. And I want you to take action right now by clicking the link in the description below. I want you to have this exclusive access so that you can understand the strategies and the tactics the rich use to maximize and grow their wealth. All right, it's time for you to experience financial freedom. The information contained in this episode are opinions not to be used as individual guidance. As always, consult your own financial team for your investment decisions.